Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Listening to the British Ice Hockey Podcast, available every week from BritishIceHockey.co.uk. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. And coming up on this week's show, we're going to be speaking to the Leeds Knights as they make it 16 games unbeaten as they head into November. And speaking of the National Division, we're also going to be hearing from the Bristol Pitbulls, and we're going to be putting a spotlight once again on the Women's Elite League as we'll be joined by the Guildford Lightning. All of that to come on this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. So hello everybody and welcome to this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. Later in the show we're going to be talking to the Bristol Pitbulls as we'll be joined uh, by their leading scorer Owen Sobchuk. And we're also going to be talking about the Women's Elite League as well as the Great Britain national side as we'll be joined by Louise Adams. But before that, let's go to the Leeds Knights in the National Division. Last weekend they completed their October fixtures undefeated as they did in September. That's 16 games now where the Leeds Knights have remained undefeated. It's quite a remarkable run that the club is on at the moment. And uh, to hear just how good it is at the Leeds Knights at the moment, on Wednesday, I caught up with one of the players involved in this streak. And it's a welcome back to the show now to Sam Zajac. Uh, well, Sam, a big thank you for joining us and, and welcome back to the show. And uh, first is first, what a start to the season this has been uh, for the Leeds Knights. And uh, what, what a weekend uh, as well to continue uh, the fine run you're on at the moment. I mean, how, how's it going at the Knights? Yeah, it's unbelievable. Obviously, thanks for having me on again, Ben. Um, it's been a great start of the season. I was just talking to Sam Gospel on the weekend there, saying you know we had some some really good times together in Telford, where we won a lot of games, and we couldn't remember if we'd ever done sixteen in a row if you include the the preseason and everything. So yeah, it's been pretty unprecedented, I think, for for games in a row, uh, wins in a row. So yeah, really good start, really good atmosphere around the place, and yeah, hopefully. We're going to keep it rolling. Tough, tough games coming at this weekend, but you know, one game at a time, and hopefully we can, we can keep going. Absolutely, like you touched on, sixteen games unbeaten, undefeated in September. 
now in October as well. Were you expecting a start like this as a as as a club? Because uh, it would be an ambitious thought, uh, let's say, back in August to think that a start like this was possible. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's obviously something that you you hope for rather than probably expect. Um, and and we've had some some close games in there. You know, it's not like it's been we've had it all our own way, and it's been kind of a walk in the park. We've We've had a lot of challenges, uh, probably none more so than, than Saturday at home to the Steel Dogs there, where it ended up in overtime. And yeah, it's, uh, at the start of the year, you, you kind of get a good idea from the first week or two if you think you've got a, you know, a, a chance to be successful. And I think everyone probably had that, had that feeling. But uh, yeah, as you say, to go 16 unbeaten to start, is, uh, it's quite rare. Yeah, superb stuff. And just to touch upon Saturday's match, because um, 6-5 after overtime. I know I know a lot of ice hockey clubs were, were bigging up the Halloween specials this past weekend, but that, that really was a thriller, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. And, and all credit to Sheffield. You know, they were they were missing some some of their top guys. And we spoke, obviously, that we didn't want to take them lightly because of that. And, and maybe a bit did creep in um, to our game. And, you know, especially in the second period, we kind of got away from from what's made us successful but yeah full credit to Sheffield for a great a great game on Saturday and you know luckily we had the uh, the match breaker and Keelan Brown he managed to get us over the line at the end and that goes to show you as well the 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 caliber of the teams in this division because it is a cliche about no easy games and all that but there has been a few moments, haven't there, in this past 16 where you've been pushed all the way. I mean, uh, the, I'm just looking through the results. I mean, the Bees gave you a, a tough game, didn't they? Uh, Peterborough Phantoms, Telford. Um, so there has been there has been a few moments, haven't there? So you, you, basically, this league's had to make you work for, for these 16 wins so far. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's, 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 uh, it's a great league to watch. You never know, you know what results are going to be before the weekend. Um, it's, it's really competitive. And I think... Every team does a pretty good job of, you know, they've all got a way that they can beat you, whether it's, it's you know, teams like Peterborough and Telford who are they're really methodical and, you know, systems-based and they try and grind you down like that, or, or whether it's like a, a high-powered offence like MK or even Bracknell, you know, they they play a heavy game, they're, they're tough, they're hard to play against and, you know, they come right at you and, and every team kind of has that identity and, and that way that they can win games and I think that makes it a really good product. And speaking of um, you know the vibe at the club and all that, I mean, the last time we spoke, you were you were player coach of this brand new venture, the Leeds Chiefs at the time, and that was only you know a few a couple of seasons ago or so, just a few years back. Um, I mean, you must be blown away with with what's been achieved at the club thus far in, that, in that, such a short space of time. Yeah, I think so. I think for me, you could you could definitely see the potential from from that first home game. I, you know, I always thought. They had the potential for something like this with, with the crowds we're getting and you know the excitement around it. Um, but I think for me, as soon as I heard that Steve Nell was coming on board as the owner, that really took it up a notch because he, he's really well respected at this level. Um, I, I played for his team before in Swindon and, and knew how good of an operator he was at this level. And he, he does all the little things right and puts everything in place to be successful. So as soon as that news kind of broke, it really you know thought well now now could be the time where it really could realise that potential. One player who's having a, a great time uh, for Leeds is, is is Grant Cooper, who's had a, a phenomenal start to life for the Knights this season. I mean, how good has he been? Yeah, he is. He's he's the, the complete package. I think you know he's he's just a good all round hockey player. He, he wins all his battles. You know, he goes to the right areas. He plays hard every night, and you can tell that he's played at a good level um, over in the states. And yeah, I think around the league this year, there's it's it's stepped up when it comes to the imports. Um, Blacknell have got two really good imports. You know, most teams, you know, the imports are kind of the difference makers, and and that's not taking anything away from the British guys. There's some great British talent around the league too, but I think for me, the the big step up this year has been with the imports, and 
it's good to see it. It raises the level for everyone, and you know, especially the younger British guys coming through. If if they're playing with more talented players, that, that's only going to be a good thing for their development too. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, some some of those players. I mean, Adam Barnes, players like that coming through, learning the trade, and playing alongside the likes of yourself and and Grant Cooper. It's it certainly bodes well for the for their development, doesn't it? Yeah, I think so. Barnes, he's one of those guys. He's been you know with the with Leeds since day one. He was he was there with the Chiefs and. He always had that real raw potential. He's he's a guy who's just got a knack for, for scoring goals and there's not too many British players around like that. Um, he, he's a really talented guy, great guy in the locker room too. And I think, you know, for especially for these younger guys, since, you know, Steve and Ollie and, and those have came in and, and kind of took things on leads, it makes a really attractive destination for them. You know, we do a lot of kind of skills practices through the week, um, you know, a lot of fundamentals and and it's 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 a good place for young British players to be developed for sure. Great stuff. Uh, let's look ahead to, to this weekend's matches then. We'll get to the, the home game on Sunday in a second, but there's a, a huge game down at Milton Keynes, isn't they, on, on Saturday. Seven, seven o'clock face-off this one. MK Lightning taking on Leeds Knights. Um, I mean, what, what's your thoughts on, on this game? It's going to be a tough challenge, this one, I think. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, you know, as I said earlier, we're, we're looking one game at a time. You know, we're not getting too carried away and, and it's going to be a really big test for us on Saturday. Um, you know, we played them a couple of weeks ago and it was a really highly anticipated game um, and you know, we came out on top of that one. So they're going to be really hungry to kind of rectify that. And I'm, I'm sure it's going to be a great crowd there and a great atmosphere. And you know, we're going to be looking to carry on doing the things that make us successful. You know, we want to be hard to play against. We want to play with speed. And MK, you know, they've just split a weekend with Peterborough. Um, and obviously they, they'd lost the weekend before against us. So they're going to be hungry to get back on a streak here and, and stay right in those top few places. So, yeah, it's, it's going to be good. You know, they're, they're probably on paper, I would say. They're up there with the best rosters in the, in the league. Um, you know, they're there or thereabouts most years. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be a really good test for us, but we're looking forward to it. And how tricky is it, like like you said about, you know, you you played them a couple of weeks back and it was a pretty impressive performance uh, from from Leeds. But how how tricky is that to, to convert that into... Uh, and a follow-up performance, given you know that they'll they'll be a bit more wary of you. You can't necessarily take your foot off the accelerator, but it's easier said than done. Uh, it's tricky, isn't it? Yeah, it is. You've, you've got to guard against that complacency. Um, but I think Ryan does a really good job of you know keeping us grounded. Um, we know what to expect. We'll prepare well for them. They've got really good top six forwards. Uh, good goalie. You know, it's going to be a bit, it's going to be a real challenge for us. But yeah, I, I feel if you know, and, and the feeling our group is if. If we worry about ourselves and, and get our game right, we're going to be a tough game for anyone. Um, so that's kind of where the focus is right now. And as long as we turn with the right mindset and, and have a good go, I think you know we've got a good chance. And then following that, uh, we, you've got the Bristol Pitbulls on on Sunday uh, back at Planet Ice Leeds. Um, obviously, one game at a time, so I won't, I won't get you to discuss this game too much <laughs> on the ice. But uh, Bristol started. I mean, last time we spoke, you, you were new kids on the block, learning as you go. Um, Bristol have had, a, a, considering they're, they're in the same position now a few years later, um, they, they've had a good start, haven't they, really? The, the last couple of results have been very impressive, so you've got to be wary on Sunday. Yeah, I think they, uh, they're definitely starting to find their feet and, and maybe turn the corner there. And Again, they're another team with, you know, they've got some good players. They've got, you know, the two imports are putting points up. We, we know Roberts, obviously, from the last couple of years in Basingstoke, he had a great year last year. Um, and, and I think Sobchak, the other one, is, you know, he's came in, new the league, and, and he's hit the ground running too. And, you know, good decor. We've got obviously Ben Sullivan that we had in in Leeds last year, who's a really good player. Um, you know, another couple of guys, Bradley, uh, Kelly. 
yeah, they, they're going to be dangerous, and obviously, you know, we can't underestimate that. Um, it's that's going to be another good test for us. Um, it's always good to play against a new team that you know you've never seen before, and yeah, looking forward to that one. So hopefully, we can uh, we can get a big result Saturday and go into that one on a high. Great stuff, and uh, just a, a final push. Um, it's a five fifteen face off on on Sunday. Uh, Leeds taking on Bristol at Planet Ice Leeds. Um, like I said, the last time we spoke, it was a, a new venture. But now, when you look at the highlights and you see the crowds there and the atmosphere at the club, it must be it must be a pleasure to take it to the ice every time uh, at Planet Ice Leeds at the moment. How much are you looking forward to Saturday's match away from home, but then returning uh, to West Yorkshire on Sunday? Yeah, the reception we get at home has been great. It, it seems to be growing every week and getting louder and you know it's always new faces that you see which is really encouraging so yeah it's uh we're trying to really turn that into a bit of a fortress for us um you know try and make sure we win all our home games and put on good performances for the crowds there and keep those crowds coming back and it's it's a great sporting city Um the fans get right behind you and you know they really interact with you well so it, it's an easy place to get up for games that's for sure well, Sam Zajac uh, from the Leeds Knights, a big, big thank you for taking the time out of your day to join us on this week's show. Big congratulations uh, for, for the start of the season, a brilliant start and uh, big good luck this weekend. Thanks very much. Thanks for having me, Ben. Sam Zajac there from the Leeds Knights joining us here on this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. And we'll be catching up with the Bristol Pitbulls later in the show. But before that, let's go to the Women's Elite League now. And a couple of weeks ago, we caught with Rachel Cartwright at uh, at the Queen Bees. Queen Bees still out in front, up at the top of the Elite League. However, the Guildford Lightning find themselves in second spot. The playoff champions from last season got themselves a 7-1 victory over Bristol. And uh, for more now on the Guildford Lightning and the mood at the club, on Thursday, I caught up with one of their forwards. It's a welcome to the show to Louise Adams. Well, Louise, a big thank you for joining us. Uh, before we get to this season, just a bit of a general catch-up. What a phenomenal year it was for yourself, for Guildford, uh, for, for Great Britain as well. I mean, how was last season? Uh, yeah, like last season was really good. We had a lot of like youth injected into our team. Um, and I think like throughout the season, we had variable results against different teams, um, depending on who was available, really. But we had everyone at playoffs, and I think that's where we really like shone as a team and came into our own. And what was that playoff final like? Um, I mean, like the whole weekend as a team leading into it, we didn't have like the expectation of winning. Solly Hollow had been so dominant um, throughout the whole season. We kind of were just going to give it our best shot. So it was a big uh, shock when that happened. But looking at it, we did have a very strong team and we played the hockey that we we were meaning to play and it paid off in our, in our favour. Winning a playoff like that, and, and getting silverware. I mean, how, how, how does that impact you feel upon um, pre-season and and that spring in, in your step as a as a team uh, and as a and as a club? Does does it have a, an impact? Do you feel? Yeah, I think it gives you that confidence to kind of build off that playoff weekend and then work on that into that coming season. There's like an air of confidence within the team, but it's also just managing that to kind of make sure that the complacency is not there for the next season and that we are going in realising that if we are to achieve near that or or that again, it takes a lot of hard work and it won't be an easy battle. And touching upon uh, the Guildford club more generally, obviously the Guildford Flames are doing pretty well at the moment, um, but the, the club more generally, I mean, what's the mood like at the, the spectrum? Yeah, it all seems pretty positive. I work with the under-14s uh, as an assistant coach and um, they're doing really well this season. So I think like the development pathway... Um, for Guildford in general is going going well. 
Well, a big congratulations uh, for, for, for being playoff champions for, for last season. And, and also congratulations for getting 50 caps for, for Great Britain. Uh, and, oh, thank you. Uh, and, and that superb uh, display by, by Great Britain uh, in Spain last season as well uh, to, to get promotion and uh, a gold medal in your group. I mean, how, how was that? Uh, yeah, it was incredible. Um, by far my favourite GB trip to date across those 50 caps. I can say that those were my favourite ones. Um, I think just the whole change in the programme has seen a complete attitude shift in the women's game. Some additional support coming in has gone a very long way. And playing 50 times, over 50 times uh, for, for GB, I mean, that's some achievement. I mean, what, what does it mean to you, uh, that, that, you know, that, that kind of accolade? Yeah, I mean, GB is always uh, going to be one of those times where you always feel the most pride pulling on a jersey. Um, and just being able to kind of maintain performance and manage 50 caps with GB is a huge achievement. Um, so I guess just taking every game as it comes and really appreciating the moment for being able to take part in that. I mean, how good is it at the moment with playing tournaments like that in Spain? How good is that? Yeah, it's incredible. I think, especially for some members of that team, um, it's been a long time coming. We've been pushing for that goal for many years. So to finally achieve it um, and achieve it with that group of girls was really great. And uh, just looking ahead, that World Championship uh, Division 1 uh, Group B uh, tournament taking place in Korea, um, if selected, I mean, how much are you looking forward to to that tournament? Um, yeah, I mean, if I'm selected, it will be an incredible experience. I play in that division above. I've played it when I first joined GB for the first two World Championships. And there is a big jump up. So there'll definitely be a lot of preparation on our end um, before going away. But it will be a great opportunity, both for like GB as a team, but also to kind of help us develop as individuals and bring it back to domestic hockey. No, superb stuff. And you mentioned that step up that, that Group B provides. I mean, you know, Italy and Slovenia uh, and Poland. Um, it's going to be it is going to be tough, isn't it? But these these are teams you want to be cutting your teeth against, really, as, as a player, I'm going to suggest. Yeah, absolutely. And if we want to develop as a nation, we, we have to get used to competing against these harder nations and trying to maintain results against them if we want to stay up in that group. Um, I think with the coaching team that we have and the team that we have available to us, um, there's a good chance of us doing well in that group. Um, just need to kind of take a step back and really assess our new opposition. We were quite familiar with the groups that we had in that last division, whereas this is all quite new or we haven't played them in several years. And how challenging is it to be playing matches, not back to back, but it is, it's tightly congested, isn't it, the fixture schedule? I mean, how, how difficult is that? Yeah, when you're away, I mean, you also, I guess you see the game schedule, but we're also training the morning of games. We're training on rest day, so you're on the ice. Um, ahead of a lot more than you would be in the UK like with Guildford we train once or twice a week whereas then you do that in one day when you're away with GB so it is from our end as players putting in a lot of work in the gym to make sure we have that kind of fitness and resilience to last a week and kind of resistance against injury and and going back to you know developing youth pathways and that I mean it's cracking exposure isn't it really because um you know you, you you get to go out to to spain uh, to, to korea um i mean it's fantastic isn't it and and the tournaments that go on with uh, junior hockey as well and youth hockey that gb provides i mean it is superb isn't it the, the the avenues that are available now yeah definitely and the ihf camps where players get to go and play with players from all around the world yeah is also a huge like benefit but like, hockey's played very differently in different areas of the world um, nations have different approaches and coaches have different approaches 
as a result of that. So just having the opportunity to learn from other coaches and players is like something that will come back and help our game domestically. And uh, just to touch upon uh, Guildford again, um, I mean, it was it's been a weird start to the season because you had to play the bees, didn't you? I think, was it three times you ended up having to play them in the opening rounds of matches? Um, so, yeah. I mean, it's difficult to assess where the squad are at the moment, but certainly based upon, you know, what we've seen towards the, the back end of last season, um, it's it's a good squad. Uh, and, and we saw that with that result against Bristol uh, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I mean, we've had a lot of changes this coming year. We've gained some really um, substantial players to our squad. So we've got like Megan, Anya, Estelle um, coming across from other clubs, but we've also had some of our youth leave us for like endeavours abroad. So it's just been a bit of a mismatch start to the season where we've got a lot of new faces and it's taken a lot of time to kind of see who works well on the ice together. And then out of those six games, we've played the top two teams in the league, four of them. So it's definitely been a challenging start to the season, but we're getting back on our feet now and hopefully we can uh, compete for the rest of the season. And uh, just touching upon what your expectations are this season as a squad, like you say, you've had you've had some players uh, depart, but you've had some players come in. Um, so what, what do you think is possible at, at, at Guildford this year, do you feel? Um, I think if we perform at our best and play the way that we can, we can push any team in the league and compete against them. Um, I think it's just also a, a matter of developing the youth within our squad. So there's there's multiple goals going on at the same time. We want to develop the players within our team, but we also want to push and do the best we can as a team. So it's finding that balance. And going back to Great Britain, um, clubs developing uh, youth pathways is is vitally important, isn't it? You know, you as an experienced player, you want to be able to see, like like you've seen at Guildford, you want to see a, a conveyor belt of youngsters playing uh, international ice hockey as well. Yeah, absolutely. The the future of the game and the future of GB women. So it's important to give them as much experience at the highest level they can play, um, and kind of support them through that and help them to learn as they go. And, and looking ahead uh, back back to domestically, I mean, look, looking ahead uh, to, to Streatham um, on, on Saturday, it'll be good to get back-to-back wins in the league, wouldn't it? But it's going to be a tough test. Yeah, it'd be really good uh, just to kind of establish some more wins under our belt and kind of get that belief behind the girls going again and kind of let us settle into our kind of hockey rather than feeling like we need to perform and playing the same team three weeks in a row. It gets, it gets challenging, um, especially when... The results don't go your way. It can build up a lot of frustration. So looking kind of at this weekend as a potential for a reset and kind of let us settle into a more positive routine. We've played them previously. Uh, we had a very good result against them, but I was fully aware that they didn't have their full squad. Um, I'm not sure what, what squad they'll be playing with this weekend, but we should have pretty much all of our numbers. So that should be good to go up against them. It's always a good game. You never really know what you're getting. They play fast hockey, they come at you with speed, so we've been preparing for that this week. Well, Louise Adams uh, from uh, the Guildford Lightning and uh, Great Britain, a big, big thank you uh, for taking the time out of your day to join us this week. Um, a big congratulations once again uh, for for a superb uh, performance last year, both domestically and uh, internationally, and uh, big good luck this weekend. Thank you very much. Great Britain and Guildford Lightning forward Louise Adams there joining us here on this week's edition of the British 
Isoki podcast. Let's go now back to the national division. And uh, as we mentioned earlier, the Leeds Knights will be taking on the Bristol Pitbulls on Sunday. And uh, the Bristol Pitbulls have hit a bit of form, picking up some good points over recent weeks. And one of the players helping Bristol secure them points is Owen Sobchuk, who's had a great start to life uh, in the English game. He signed for the club in the summer. And so far in 13 games, he's got nine assists and 15 goals. So Owen certainly has had a brilliant start to the season. And I caught up with Owen on Thursday. Well, Owen, a big thank you for joining us. And uh, first things first, before we get to, you know, the the three-point weekend just gone uh, and the decent couple of weeks Bristol have had, um, just a general question. I mean, how how are you settling in? Well, I'm I'm really enjoying it right now, ever since I've been here. Um, Things have been fantastic. The guys on the team have taken me in like brothers, so it's pretty good that they're always there for me. And like, obviously, it's a new country for me, so I'm still kind of learning the ways of the road. But they're they're taking me in great. And uh, Rich and Jamie have definitely done a great job bringing me over here and making sure everything's like 100% going my way. So things have been good so far. And and touching upon you know settling into this country and that kind of thing. Obviously, you played um, a few seasons in Sweden and obviously a lot of seasons in Canada. I mean, how have you found uh, the the national division of the English game thus far? I'd say it's a it's pretty familiar to North American style hockey, like the physical aspect of it. Of course, there's still a, a lot of skill in it, but being over here, I, I think it's very very uh, familiar to Canadian and American North American hockey. I'd say Sweden is more skillful in speed and skating and less contact. And being over here in the UK, uh, you can see similarities to the North American style, which I prefer because obviously I'm not the biggest hockey player, but being over here, using my speed and skill to get out of the way of the hits, it gives me some more options on the ice. And uh, yeah, it's been it's been good so far. And and touching upon um, Bristol, uh, I mean, we had Jamie on right at the start of the season, the, the head coach, and and obviously, you know, it's uh, it's it's a new division for the club. It's relatively new surroundings with with the, the relatively new arena as well. So everyone at the club is is learning as they go, uh, very very much so in this opening stages of the, of this season. Uh, but what was it about Bristol uh, where where you went right that this is this is my way into the English game now? Uh, honestly, it was just through a, a friend that I met down in Australia who is down there, Jordan Smith. He's actually from Swindon, but now living in Australia. But he used to play for the Pitbulls in Swindon. And he's uh, good friends with Rich. And he just put me in contact with Rich over the summer. And then we got talking. And then he put me in touch with Jamie. We started talking. And I always wanted, at some point, to uh, make my way over to England because my mom was born in England. And I moved to Canada when she was younger. But I always had in the back of my mind that I wanted to make it over here one day. And finally... The opportunity came up and it's been awesome ever since. Oh, great stuff. And uh, touching upon the start to, to the season, um, obviously with the, the import rules and, and, and all that, there's, there's only so many imports you can have in a, in a national division side. So the onus uh, on, on, on yourself is, 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 is apparent, but you certainly stepped up to the mark, haven't you? It's come across this interview, but you've enjoyed this opening couple of months, I'm going to suggest at Bristol. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I've definitely enjoyed it. And, like, just uh, especially every home game that we've had so far, the fans that come out and, like, uh, support our club, it's it's kind of hard to play a bad game in front of them. Like, you're getting so pumped up with all the noise and, like, just the just the energy they bring to the rink each night that we're there. 
makes you want to play good in front of them. So it's been easy to play at home, but on the road, it's been a little difficult at times, but we're fine. We're a young team and we're finding our way in the league right now. So we're doing our best to take the steps forward. And there was that first win, wasn't there, which um, historic, obviously, given, um, you, you know, what we discussed earlier about the Pitbulls making this 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 step up. So you got that, that first win. Uh, but this past couple of weeks, we've seen a, a bit of consistency, haven't we? The, you know, the, the win over Hull on Sunday, the, the overtime defeat, but it's still a point on, on Saturday. But that fantastic victory against Basingstoke a couple of weeks ago. Um, so, so what's the mood in the dressing room like at the moment? Yeah, uh, definitely a better mood in the dressing room. Like early on in the year, we were we were competing in every game, and we just weren't. A few games there, we thought we should have won, or we thought we should have got a point, but just bad bounces going the wrong way. But finally, now uh, we're starting to click a little bit more, and we we all know that we can do a lot better, and we have a lot more in us. But that's just the learning curve of playing with a younger team and being new to the league. You got to find where we all fit on the ice and. I think with time, you'll see that we'll only get better. It all started with, the, I'd say, Swindon when we beat them at home. Mm. Just the energy in the room after that game was completely different to weeks before. And you could see that, like, the joy that everyone was experiencing and showing, like, that's what you want. And I think moving forward, you'll see a lot more of that. Like you said, I mean, the, the performances have been there, but it's about, you know, converting the chances and, and that side of things. But to, to beat Swindon 7-3 is well it's epic isn't it really <laughs> so, so, yeah <laughs> uh, i mean uh, how how much confidence i mean you've touched upon it already but how much confidence does does a performance like that that bring to to a young squad yeah and uh it definitely brings a lot of confidence but at the same time i think it almost hurt us a little bit because the couple of days or the next the following day or two days later we went up to milton Keynes, and i think maybe we were a little bit too high because then we came out and played one of, I'd say, one of the worst 40 minutes of 60 minutes possible a season. So I think that's just also another learning curve. Like, you can't get too high and you can't be too low. you got to find that right spot and then try and carry that out as much as possible. And you touched upon the, the crowds at, at Planet Ice Bristol, but uh, how, how was that evening uh, at oh. Swindon? <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, especially because uh, it, it being a derby game and all in there, just... 45 or 30 minutes up the road they had their fans in the building as well and we were able to put on a pretty good show for our fans and they were they were there till the end cheering and screaming and banging the drums and everything it was a cool experience for me being a first timer of a derby game like that putting to one side the the mk result and and the telford result like we said this past week or so it's been there has been consistency uh appear as well so um, how do you take that forward um, with, you know, that, that win at, at Hull and the win at Basingstoke as well and, and get that consistency at home? As we'll touch upon the, the Steel Dogs match in a second, but, but that's, that's crucial, isn't it? The, the next step is consistency, but also home victories as well. Yeah, no, it's, 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 it's what we need right now. And I think the most important thing that we, we need to look into and realise is that we need to believe in ourselves and believe in each other and realise that we can beat these teams and, we're on the same ice as these teams who have been together for five, six, seven years, all the same guys playing together. Whereas we're, we're a new team of guys from all over kind of coming in. And we just need to want to play hockey for the right reasons. And once that is established, then I think it'll be a lot easier as time goes on that we realize that, hey, like we can do this. 
And uh, touching upon this weekend's matches, um, I mean, we'll give a big plug to the Steel Dogs game in, in a second, but the, the away trip on Sunday to, to the Leeds Knights, one, one game at a time, but Leeds are in phenomenal form at the moment. But as we said, you know, your, your away form has been, been pretty good the last month or so. So uh, you're a tricky game for Leeds. How, how do you become that banana skin for them? Well, the way I look at it, I don't believe they're going to go 56-0 and they've got to lose at some point, so may as well give our best effort and hopefully we can steal a point or two away from them and I think if we're able to do that and have a good match on Saturday those are two I say top two top three teams in the league if we're able to compete against them then that's a big step in the right direction for our club and the Steel Dogs on on Saturday uh, at, at Bristol played them in early October didn't you I think you've only played them once thus far and, and they won 5-2 I mean what what for you what did you learn from that game um, back back in South Yorkshire in early October? Yeah, we uh, I'd say for 40 minutes of that game, we outplayed them and competed very well. It was the first 20 minutes where we kind of gave them a 3 nothing lead and we were kind of behind the eight ball from the start. But I think this Saturday, uh, especially us at home, we want to win a game and I think we have a real opportunity here to upset them. And uh, 7 o'clock face-off, we should say. Get yourself down there on, on Saturday, uh, dear listener, if you're in that Bristol area. Um, I mean, just um, just a, a closing thought, really. I mean, like we've said, I mean, it, it's clear you, you're enjoying yourself. Uh, just to say, if you carry on scoring a goal a game like you are doing, uh, according to the stats page I'm, uh, I've am i got in front of me, you're going to score 56 goals this season. That that, that makes sense, doesn't it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> goal a game and all that. Um, but you, you are enjoying it, aren't you? Cle- clearly. I mean, how much are you enjoying it at, uh, at Bristol this season? Yeah, it's like words can't describe how much fun I'm having right now. Like, Going to uh, going to the rink every night and enjoying it and being happy. It's 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 why you play the sport. It's why you play the game. It's, it's there's nowhere else I'd rather be right now. And Bristol, fantastic city, fantastic fans. Everything's just seeming to go together right now, and I couldn't be happier. Great stuff. Well, Owen Sobchak uh, from the Bristol Pitbulls. A big big thank you for taking the time out of your day to join us this week, uh, and a big good luck this weekend. Thank you very much, and uh, appreciate you having me on the, the episode. Owen Sobchuk there from the Bristol Pitbulls joining us here on this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. And that's it for this week's show. A big thank you to Owen, Sam and Louise for joining us on this week's show. Remember for the latest goings on from the world of British Ice Hockey, you can visit the website www.britishicehockey.co.uk. But I've been Ben and you'll make sure you all have a lovely weekend. Bye bye. Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.